Welcome to the Soulful Sound Podcast. This podcast is about celebrating the leaders, teachers, and coaches who guide fellow humans to connect, heal, and discover themselves so they can express their gifts into the world. I am Simone Niles, a coach, sound healer, vocalist, and author. Thank you for being here with me today. Uh, you know, all of my podcasts are special. This is a truly special one because I am joined by the beautiful Will Caminata, who is a multi-dimensional guide, breathwork and meditation facilitator, Palladian channel, singer-songwriter, and the author of From Darkness to Light, A Continuous Journey Towards Your Essence, who happens to also be a dear, 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 dear part of my heart. Oh, so, so glad to have you here today and I am love to just kind of jump straight in yes thank you Simone really happy to be here yeah me too so let's start with the book because I know that there's so much that you're doing um in the world right now and your book is something that I know from a little while back let's start there because I know that it really kind of leads into your story and how you got into the work you're doing and everything like that so tell me about from darkness to light your personal journey Yes, well, you've been a part of the creation of this book. You've not only witnessed um, the creation, but you've helped me create um, the book because you're part of my story. You're part of my my journey. Um, it actually started when I was living in London, um, studying music and writing uh, a lot of music. Um, and so at, at the end of my my course, I, I had my EP with five songs. They were very personal. Um, each of these five songs represented something in my journey. So I was talking um, about self-love, about surrendering, about going deeper in my soul and my spiritual practice. Um, and so when I, when I saw that there was a story behind these five songs, I wanted to write more because mm -hmm. um also uh, so songs are great but it's just you know five minutes four four or five minutes and everyone understands and resonates with it in a different way and that's absolutely okay because that's the beauty of art right yes, you really yes. give that art to others yeah. uh but in the book there is the 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 background story of each song um and i decided to do kind of like a an interactive book as well cuz i talk about my story but then there's also um some journal prompts and meditation so that the reader can also go through their own journey mm. And I remember that. I think I obviously I came to your performance as well. And I just thought it was such a creative process that you went through. I loved that you were able to bring that singer songwriter and marry that with the spiritual guide that you are and bring this journey together so beautifully. Talk to me a little bit about that creative process, because obviously this is a vulnerable share right? You sharing your story, your personal story, and bringing it to light through your music. Talk a little bit about the creative process. Yeah, I think the creative process is, is definitely a spiritual practice and a spiritual experience of channeling um, from divine source, from your higher self. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was a big part of my spiritual awakening and developing my spiritual practice because i would use my time to write the songs to whatever brief i had um to to make it my spiritual practice so i would free write and i was also meditating thanks to you because um you gave me that five minute visualization audio and and that was like the the catalyst for me mm -hmm. to start meditating so thank you and I actually talk about this in the book <laughs> you're like I said you're part of the book your mom too because you know you both helped me a lot in many ways but uh definitely in my spiritual path and at, I just think that writing in itself whether you're going to write a song or just journal whether you're planning on publishing 
or posting a post is just a, an amazing experience because it's very cathartic. Yes, um, of course. Happen to your subconscious mind and to your heart. And there's a lot that can come out of it. So for me, the creative process was just going deeper into my heart, into my subconscious mind, into my soul, and also finding um, that, um, I want to say, vulnerability to, to share um, and, and have that intention to share so that others can um, be inspired as well. Mm -hmm. in whatever way it doesn't necessarily have to be the way I intended yeah um, but there are different meanings for each song but like I said everyone will respond, respond. differently yeah yeah and you also then of course spoke about a particular theme so just want to touch on a couple of those you spoke about self-love and you spoke about um, surrender so talk a little bit about your journey with surrender what does that mean for you and how has it unfolded so far in your life do you feel called to use your voice and sound in a healing capacity? Learn how to use your voice therapeutically to facilitate healing and well-being. Whether you want to go deeper in your own healing journey or facilitate others in theirs, this training is for you. This online training runs over five weekends and offers theory, practice, resources, and support on your path to becoming a qualified sound healer and for your personal healing journey. Yeah, I love that topic. And mm. again, <laughs> you've been with me in moments that I was like, oh my God, I have to totally surrender to something Just that I go. don't. And I think I always say that the healing journey is a continuous journey. And the, the subtitle of the book is a continuous journey towards your essence. And I believe that surrender is also a continuous journey. Yeah. Um, I think it was Gabby Burstein that said, when you learn to surrender, you surrender more. It's like an ongoing um, journey of surrendering and trusting as well, because I think surrender and trust are like walking hand in hand. Yeah. Um, for me, I when I before I wrote the song, I had an idea of what surrender was. Um, but based on, you know, watching Oprah Super Soul Sunday and reading The Power of Now, um, but didn't really know what it meant mm -hmm. until I think I was um, guided to to make decisions like staying in 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 England, which I is something that I thought I wanted so badly, but the universe was like, maybe you have to let go maybe and i think that's the, the the most important thing too that i've learned is that sometimes many times it could be that you want something but that's like your your small self thinking that this is the right path for you or this is the right thing for you when your higher self is just saying hello yeah something else for you or there are many other paths for you and so that's also it's a scary but it's a beautiful thing too because yes. when you surrender and you're like I thought that this was the path but now that I surrendered and I let go and I'm trusting that there is a divine guidance there is mm -hmm. an inner guidance even then suddenly there are so many more paths that you can take yes and I think it was your mother that said um to me something along the lines of um looking at, at uh, instead of looking at a wall in front of you look at doors like many doors in front mm -hmm. of you right? yeah that's beautiful and i was going to follow up with a question but you've kind of touched on it which are some of the nuggets that i wanted to make sure that i pulled so it's like surrender this word can be thrown about quite a lot and it's like what are we surrendering to or what are we surrendering or letting go of right and i think what you're touching on is to the universe that your higher self divinity your intuition all those parts that really all make up us right there's all us at, at, at its truest essence and i find 
that is particularly interesting. I've been through not very long, maybe only a few months ago, a moment of really deep surrender in my life. I had to really let go of outcomes, let go of things that I thought I wanted or I did want, but it wasn't happening in the way I wanted it to. And I was thinking about surrender and thinking, what is this journey of surrender really mean? Um, and I also, I always like to visualize it as if I'm just floating in the sea. And when you're just let go and float in the sea, I mean, you are this small being, I mean, let's call it the body, floating in this massive, massive, endless source of water. And so there is something so beautiful and powerful in that, bringing that into it as an analogy that we are that powerful source. We are the water. And mm -hmm. so what we're doing is surrendering to us and our, like, as you said, the universe, our higher self, and just allowing the body and the mind to relax and let go. And there's something so powerful and freeing about knowing that there is a divine plan. It's like that, that old saying, when, when we plan, God laughs, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm learning every day and, and moving in this, this journey of surrender every day as life continues to unfold and change. And I just love the, the idea of really bringing that in through your art. I just think it's such a beautiful way to express it. Um, and of course, I was one of the lucky ones to see you on stage with all of your art and your, your face paint and your body paint and just really bringing it to life in such a beautiful way. So surrender, surrender. Thank you. And as you were talking about water, we both love yeah. the water and ocean. And one of the songs um, is called ocean flows mm -hmm. i remember that one this this analogy you know that um we are what well, we we live our lives thinking that we are that separate drop but we're actually the whole ocean right yes. and just how to follow that current and there will be ups and downs there will be waves maybe hurricanes right but we're not we're never separate from from that source no no, be the hurricane, right? Be the wind. You yeah. know, this is this is a really huge part of the work. When when I talk about, um, we won't go into this too much with with your stuff. But when we talk about either the divine feminine and masculine, or alpha and omega, and all the words that describe something so powerful, it's that wild, chaotic nature, that divine feminine energy coming through. Be all of that yumminess, um, and we have all have access to it, right? So it's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And and I just wanted to circle back to what you were saying about trusting yeah. higher self, trusting the intuition. And I think for me too, uh, one of the things that I've, I've learned and I, I'm still learning um, is that a lot of times it will not make sense for your rational mind. Like maybe you make a decision that feels really chaotic or really difficult or even painful mm. but you just know there's like there's something that's higher than your rational mind you just know that this is the right decision and the right path for that moment and i yeah. and i also i believe that um there are um high high probabilities in your path and if you make a decision that perhaps is taking you away from that high possibility, the universe will guide you back mm -hmm. to, to that outcome yeah. or to that route. You know, it's like a GPS. You might make a decision that's taking you to the right and you were supposed to go to the left, but at some point the universe will orchestrate something yes. that will take you back to what you're meant to have or to experience. Yes. And in that orchestration, it's sometimes painful and hard and heart wrenching. And then sometimes it's lighter and beautiful and you're able to kind of sidestep something. Right. Because I know in, in my own recent experience, like I was saying that that was a beautiful um, and painful experience of having to let go and also recognizing all the gems and stepping into gratitude for everything that was unfolding because of that trust and that faith and that understanding in that that beautiful connection that we have with the divine and with ourselves and i mean the divine within us and, and sometimes and you feel all of that amidst the hurricane 
right? Right. Yes. All of it. All of it. Yes. Mm. Yumminess. Okay. So before I move on to some multidimensional stuff, which I can't wait, just touch a little bit on self-love as well, because we are recording this episode on Valentine's Day. It's all about love for a lot of people. I mean, every day is Valentine's Day for me. But I will say that we are in this this energy of lots of love being thrown around. And it's also World Sound Healing Day. So we're going to throw some sound in too. Why not? Talk to me about self-love. Yeah. um, Huge part of my path to learn to love myself unconditionally and accept myself unconditionally. I think um, that was a, a... uh, one of the biggest realizations uh, right after I had my, I, I call it the big wave of awakening, because I think the spiritual awakening happens in waves, mm-hmm. even before we are aware that it's happening. But I think there is a moment or or the big wave that really hits your face and wakes you <laughs> up. Um, and and it, it also happened when I was in London and started to meditate and started to write um, and I realized that I spent most of my life not accepting myself, not loving myself um, because of my sexuality. And, you know, I, I, I hid it for a long time. I was in the closet for a long time. I, I hid it from, from my mom and friends and my brother. And so it was a process mm-hmm. of, first of all, accepting me, loving me, to have the strength to tell them and know that, you know, I even if they don't agree or they say they don't love me, I, I'm still okay with it. Yeah. Obviously, I'm be sad. This didn't happen, by the way. <laughs> yes, I know. I know your loving family. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, all of these, these things go through uh, one's mind, especially when we're talking about, you know, coming out. And um, uh, I think people might relate to this in different ways because you could come out in, in different of scenarios. Course. Yeah. Um, but I do think that it comes down to to loving yourself and 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 just really tapping into your heart and knowing that you are love itself and and that is your 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 power. So mm-hmm. the song that I wrote for my EP uh, was was called it's called Camouflage because I was hiding my true colors and and yeah. you know in the video I used lots of different colors because I do think that. Uh, when you love yourself, you're showing your true colors and you you don't care. It's yeah. like you have this, um, and I know you talk a lot about authenticity too. You have this fearless attitude to show who you are and to you know shine your light. And I think it's a really beautiful, th- one of the most powerful things that people can do is to really tap into um, their love and loving themselves because everything else in in your life will unfold yeah since you mentioned a little uh, that we were talking about uh multi-dimensionality and maybe i can link to to that topic and we we can talk more about it but for sure i just want to share it because it's something that i shared yesterday with my group yeah um, please inside my program uh because mainly going from from the 3d into 4d and 5d states of consciousness um and and my guide said this once that the words they they change frequency frequency yes and and you know that because you're a sound healer so you'll appreciate that um and we can see it as it changes the meaning but it's more of a frequency change and that's going to be also uh, very individual according to one's state of consciousness. So when we're talking about love and the word love mm. from a 3D perspective, we could say that love is a feeling. Love is something that I feel for you, that I feel for my children, my lover. And sometimes we feel like we need love from others as well. We need them to feel the same thing for us. But as you move through the 4D, then you have a different perspective on love because then you start going, wait a second, I can love myself. I can give that love. And the more I love myself, the more I can love others. The The more I fill up my cup, the more I can love others. 
Mm. But when you get to that 5D level of consciousness, and by the way, none of these are wrong. It's just yes. that it changes the frequency. Yes. When you get to that 5D, you the love changes completely because you understand that you are love. love. <sighs> yeah. And that love is not a feeling, or it could be a feeling from a 3D perspective, is not something you do. It's who you are, and it is a state of consciousness. And that's mm-hmm. basically what 5D is. It's a it's a state of consciousness that's based on love and, and oneness, and love as the, the highest force that there is in the universe that connects mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I, cause I, I know a lot of people use the phrase love is everything or love is all there is. And I, I realized that, um, that becomes trivial if we bring it down to what, what we would necessarily, as you talk about the feeling or things like that, where it feels like that's all there is. Right. So I know that in Greek, I don't speak Greek, but I've had this conversation with many of my Greek friends that there are seven, I believe words for love. And they use those seven words because, like you said, the frequency changes. You know, it's almost like they're the, if they're seven, they're talking maybe seven dimensions, right? You know, which is really interesting. So I really love that concept. And I, and I, yes, the words and the what you, what you say, how you say it, the intention, all of those things matter. Um, And I definitely want to go more into the dimensions because you kind of drew the parallel so beautifully, but let's just backtrack. And and I want to ask you the question, especially for those listening who are like, what is this dimension stuff he's talking about, right? What, what is the multidimensional world that all the, whether you do the nine dimensions or the three or the five doesn't really matter for me, but what, what do you mean when you talk about this multidimensional journey or expansion or awakening or healing? Yeah. Well, I want to preface this also by saying that there are different schools, different ways that one can perceive that some people also talk a lot about density, depending on um, the, the the material that one has um, read or studied, but but basically a, a dimension is a space, is an arena, and dimension a dimension of consciousness is where that consciousness is traveling through, and everything is consciousness. I I see consciousness as a seed, the seed of life, the source. The creator right there is one consciousness that we all share yes but that consciousness travels through and has experiences right so you are consciousness having the experience of simone the same way that the plant behind you is consciousness having the experience of a plant, um, plant yeah <laughs> and when we talk about the dimensions of consciousness i'm, I'm talking about the level of consciousness in each dimension. Gotcha. And there is no better or worse because we have we may have this idea that the lower dimensions are worse than the higher yes. dimensions, yeah, or even is. the 3D is like oh, so 3D. But that's actually <laughs> so 3D. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's a way of uh, it's a 3D perspective because. In a 3D level of consciousness, we experience duality. Yeah. So we'll see things from the perspective of bad or good, negative and positive, dark and light. And, and even those words, they change frequency and change mm-hmm. meaning as you move up through, through the dimensions. And so this is kind of like the basic um concept of of dimensions of consciousness but the thing that i do too that for me is 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 very um meaningful is to understand that these dimensions of consciousness are not something outside of us yes not out there it's in here mm-hmm. as everything that's happening out there in the universe in the galaxies are happening here too mm-hmm. like when you think of how you were born, when you think of all the cells and the trillions of beings inside your body working to make sure everything is in harmony, that's that's happening inside the earth too. Yes. And you know that's happening uh, in the other planets in, in the galaxy. So it's kind of like thinking of a multi multidimensionality, but from a down-to-earth perspective and bringing the macro 
into the micro that mm -hmm. we are. So that's mm -hmm. kind of the 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 basis of the this concept and the work that I do. Yes, and I know that because I've obviously been following you for years. You're someone I love, and I'm going to check you out. And I and I have to say that um, what's really been a a pleasure to witness is your growth and to see how you're really finding what lights you up and really taking that and running with it and being able to share and help others. I absolutely love, love, love the work that you're doing. So you talk a lot about the 5D. I know you talk about all nine dimensions, but a lot of what you talk about is like shifting into the 5D consciousness. So let's start there. And then we can talk about the other dimensions. But I also know that you have an amazing video explaining all of them. So I'll make sure to pop the link down in your in you know, the show notes as well. So that if we don't touch on everything and people want to know more, they can check that out too. Wow. Thank you. And likewise, the the feeling is mutual. The resonance. <laughs> I <is> know. <laughs> so much love happening here. Okay. So 5D. Yeah, we can we can look at 5D again from a macro perspective, what's happening with the planet and also within us. So let's maybe look at the macro first. So yes. planet Earth, Mother Earth, Mother Gaia is ascending, is on her process of healing and expanding too. Um, and She's gone through many cataclysms before. She's also gone through many dark nights of the soul, you know, things, <laughs> things that we, um, uh, we experience in our lives too. But right now we are at a, a pivotal moment because basically around 13,000 years ago, uh, we were at the age of Leo. That's when the, the fall of Atlantis happened and the fall of atlantis was one of the cataclysms but basically what he meant is the galactic federation which are star beings looking after mother earth and the galaxy basically said we need to reset mm. like this is this is going too far and so we were a, a plan a 5d planet before that but when they pressed the button reset, it, they sort of closed the, the connection with them, the connection with the rest of the, the galaxy. And I say closed because it's never really closed, but most of the beings here sort of forget, forgot yeah. that we had this connection, right? Yeah. yeah. And a 5D planet basically means there's more unity consciousness. So 5D consciousness, other words for it is unity consciousness, love as a state of consciousness, Christ mm -hmm. consciousness, this idea of oneness. So there is mm -hmm. more harmony, there's more connection, and not only among humanity, but also other beings as well, including Mother Earth. So there is a deep connection with all yes. beings. And that was sort of shut off. And so since then, we've been in, um, in this uh, reset mode, uh, which we could call it a... Um, uh, a quarantine, like <laughs> like the one we experienced. Yes. Lockdown. <laughs> yeah, lockdown. That was yeah, much yeah. longer than what we've experienced. But yeah. it's also interesting to see that now we are at the age of Aquarius and this these gates are opening. And it's mm. it's curious to 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 see that we've also experienced a quarantine. And in mm. that in that time, Mother Earth gave us some signs of you know, I'm healing, yes. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing myself back into harmony. Yes. And, and, you know, you gotta, you gotta get it together because I'm getting together. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so I see reflection, also, right? Yes. Yeah. And I see mother earth. I see ourselves as the cells of that being. And so mm -hmm. basically what's happening now, she's going through her healing, her 5d ascension, which is very much related to the heart, the heart chakra and the heart chakra. Some people say it's in England. Some people say it's in, in Hawaii. But there is this shift happening with the planet. But because we're not separate, mm -hmm. we're also being All given the opportunity to mm -hmm. receive the light that planet Earth has been receiving 
through our hearts. And so then going back to us, the micro, right? We are also having this opportunity to awaken and heal and expand our consciousness and really shift our perspective from the the limited 3D. And again, the 3D is not necessarily bad. It's just that if you're just in the 3D world, it's going to be a very limited experience. It's going to be a human experience based on fear, based on duality, based on ego. It's very ego driven. And so when you start to awaken and heal and expand, that's when you're experiencing more 5D moments. And that means moments of love, moments of uh, presence, and maybe even bliss. So I hope that makes some sense. It does. And I I actually like that you drew not necessarily the parallel, but you brought in about quarantine and everything because everyone in the world has experienced the level of that. You know, that was a global event, something that was huge. And you also mentioned the word fear, which I want to touch on, because I think if you think about it, the, the panic and fear and all the emotions and discomfort and pain and all the things that came up in that lockdown when a lot of people had, you know, obviously some very, you know, I'm I, I'm not here to say who had this way and who had it that way, but we all had our experience through this. It was, but there was a lot of fear that we could see in social media. We could see worldwide on news, something that we, in our generations, we never experienced before. So there was a lot of fear. How would you I'm asking actually about you drawing the parallels from that event, let's call it, to the the macrocosm, what's going on at a 5D level, because you spoke about it in reference to um, maybe losing the connection or not having the, you know, that the access or not necessarily accessing, we have the access, but not necessarily accessing this five this 5D energy and frequency and consciousness. So what's that kind of parallel there? If you could kind of pull some pull from that, I hope I'm making sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think that what's coming to mind now is to talk about um, the one in between the 3D and 5D, which is right. 4D. Okay. And, and, and 4D is very... I think it's very interesting, very kind of complex because there are different aspects to that dimension. Um, and you could, coming from a very linear mind, because that's how we understand things, mm-hmm. but that's not really how things happen. And it's something I always say, because we think of 3D, 5D, you know, we're going up or going down. It's less linear than what I'm sharing, but I do share in a linear fashion because that's how our how we will understand it yeah yeah so if we're coming from a linear um thinking that you could see 4d very connected to that 3d duality but also the higher 4d is almost there in that 5d love and oneness but actually there's a lot of um shadow and light um dance that happens in 4d That kind of crossover, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there is a lot of um a lot of um chaos that may happen that we see happening outside of us, outside of us, but also in our lives. And when you if we're again bringing back to the to us to to the micro, um you before you awaken or you might go through a moment of grief or a moment of pain, like we were mentioning a hurricane. But th- yeah. there is a light aspect to that because mm-hmm. the next step for you is going to be evolution, is going to be a, a, an opening of the heart. Mm-hmm. Um, again, from a 3D perspective, and also thanks to a lot of lyrics, we we say that our heart is broken. But from a 5D perspective, your heart can never be broken it it can be open more and more and i think it's rumi that said that light enters through the cracks of your heart yes right and so it maybe it's not nice to hear that but we need to go through that chaos through that darkness through whatever is happening in the world that you see from a 3d perspective yes there are horrible things happening but it's the way through 
yeah. to get there. And mm. even the word darkness changes its frequency as you move through the dimensions, because from a 3D perspective, darkness is evil, is negative, is something that's chaotic, it's painful. From a 4D perspective, you start to see that there is a, a there is a, another side. Yes. It's almost as if there is, it's two sides of the same coin. Mm -hmm. There is a shadow, there's the darkness, but there is a light and they coexist. Yes. And, and when you move through that 5D level of consciousness or 5D perspective, you understand that darkness is as divine as light that actually darkness is the divine feminine mm -hmm. the divine feminine energy yes. that that we need to create everything yes that void that nothingness in with within all possibility exists absolutely yeah because when yeah. you think of and the ninth dimension is the black hole of the milky way mm -hmm. it is the beginning and the end Mm -hmm. of this galaxy and the other galaxy and again we see in our own creation that's what happens too yes. we need the feminine energy that's the darkness and we need yes. the masculine energy which is the light but we need both to create life exactly I love, love, love that. And what's interesting for me as you speak about some of those things, I mean, uh, uh, you, you quoted Rumi. I love Rumi. Um, my mom always used to say, and she said this to me not long ago, so it's quite vibrant in my mind that, um, you know, it's something along the, like, along the lines of your heart breaks so that God can shine his light through. Now, I love the word through that you used a few times because often when people are going through distress or pain or whatever word feels hard as a challenge everyone will have their own anxious sad whatever it might be all different emotions or you know traumas we have a lot of this it's really hard and the only way is through mm -hmm. and that and that for me or when i when we spoke about surrender before those were some of the moments for me that were so beautiful because they were so hard or because it was painful or, oh, and this and that, that I could, I could say to myself, there's no way to avoid this. But even if I could, I choose to go through the eye of the needle because I know, I know, I know that, that you, as you're saying, that that cracking open is needed it's needed for our growth it's needed for our evolution and if only we could just surrender to it as hard as it can be sometimes and not when i say surrender to it to what we're going through not necessarily external circumstances but our own internal uh thermostat then i think there's so much that we could all achieve through the hard things that happen in life and and it's such a beautiful way of looking at it i love the interweaving that you're doing with these dimensions so and also that you're making it very practical because how do we bring these practices into our life so some of the work you do and even if you talk about something other than 5d but let's just throw 5d back in the mix you speak about helping people shift into this or shift into that so what are some of the things that people would have to do or the practices to help that shift occur yeah yeah, I, I love that you asked this because um, a practice is a is a very big um, aspect in, inside my program, the multidimensional self, and it's just something that I I do every week, you know, on Instagram to help people keep up with their practice and yeah. and even like for me, I'm I'm kind of going from. Um, having talking about spiritual practice or helping people with with the spiritual practice into the, the multi-dimensional practice because everything you do can be a spiritual practice yeah. yeah you can go for a walk a walk or a run and that can be a multi-dimensional practice if you set the intention you know you tell yourself yes. your affirmations you're present in the moment you may connect with nature so you're moving your body and that is a physical maybe predominantly physical practice but you're also practicing all of these other uh dimensions in the same moment mm. so this is something that i do for myself and everything that i do for myself that works 
for me, I share. I also know that it may not work for everybody because we're very unique beings, but I, I, you know, you have to experiment. Um, but I would say that, yeah, that's, that's, um, again, coming from a, a linear way, that's a progression from having just a spiritual practice into a multidimensional practice and understanding that it's all connected. Mm. And, and I talk about the different bodies as well, bodies in the plural, because we have a physical body, a yes. mental body, an emotional body, yep. or emotional and mental, and the spiritual body. There are more, but these are like the basic four bodies that are physical, subtle bodies. Mm-hmm. You, They're not separate. Like you're yeah. not separate from your mental body or your spiritual body. So why do I have to set a specific time just for my spirit yeah. or just for my physical um, uh, body? So you can integrate the practices. And what I try to do too is um, giving very simple practices that you can incorporate in your day-to-day life as we're doing this podcast, as you're Mm -hmm. working, as you go for a walk, as you're chopping the onions, everything can be a a practice so that you don't necessarily have to spend two hours breathing and meditating. It's nice (laughs) when you do it, but you can do that every day, right? So it's about having very easy short practices that you can incorporate and most of the practices that i suggest are more of a, an awareness practice and and that is what changes the perspective so the yep. perspective shift happen because you're practicing on a day-to-day basis and they're yes. very small practices and i mentioned your your audio years ago that was a five minute mm. minute that yes. maybe five minutes became 10 and became 20. Yes. And I, for a long time, and I still meditate every day, but today in different ways that aren't necessarily me sitting down and closing my eyes. So yes. I can go for a walk or a run. Like recently, my run time has been my, my multidimensional practice because I'm in my in the present moment, I'm telling myself affirmations, and at the same time, I'm connecting with the environment, connecting with people around me. So this is like this is what I believe that uh, that the perspective shifts when you are consistent with practice, and your practice doesn't have necessarily to be um, something complicated. Yeah. Yeah, I I love the practicality of it because I have a strong, I would say I have a, when I say strong, uh, consistent and longstanding meditation practice, having started from since I was the age of six and that has evolved and grown and I've tried different things and I found my way. But what I find very interesting in that, what you're saying is, um, I find a lot of the things I do, like you said, very much that integration. So I'll give you a couple examples. Um, I sometimes, because I don't read as much as I like to, I make sure that I, if I'm listening to an audiobook or something when I'm cooking the chopping onions and doing other things that, okay, well, I'm feeding my mind and my mind is, 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 is connecting to something in my soul and my, you know, all of these things. So that's one. But I remembered my ex saying to me once, um, are you going into meditation soon? Because we have a few people coming over. And I was like, what do you mean? He said, when you clean the house, you're always going into this zone where you're just in a place of silence and just getting on with things. You just, that's your meditation. And it was interesting to have somebody else witness it because I do actually like house chores, unlike many people, but I really get into a flow, just like I get into a flow when I'm creating music or cooking. Um, I'm not a big runner, but when I started running years ago and I still like to run, I that for me feels like meditation. Once I get my breath to settle into the rhythm of the pace and so on it's a meditation so I think it's beautiful that you're bringing hey this is not I have to sit down for two hours every day close my eyes and make sure I block everything out you know or those things because I think often that's what people think needs to happen and that's what puts them off from giving them you know themselves the chance to get into any practice whether it's breath work or sounding or you know, anything that's like you said, five minutes, yeah. how quickly you can change your state. So, so powerful, such powerful work. One deep breath. 
kimchi. <sighs> Asai. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite things. Oh, yes, exactly. You know, we're always one moment away from a, a new reality. So one breath, that's that's a beautiful way of looking at it. So how can the awareness of all of these dimensions of consciousness benefit our lives? So I know that there are practices we can do. But how does it actually benefit our lives? Talk to me a little bit about that piece. Yeah. Um I think that having the awareness of these dimensions of consciousness within you and outside you too, but we've established that it's all connected. Mm -hmm. um, but in your path, in your life, um, I think that basically it just expands not just your consciousness, it expands your experience. Um, because I, I went from having a a a motto if you will that we are spiritual beings having a human experience and you might have heard this yes yeah and i stand by it i i do believe that this is true so i'm not saying i'm not discarding this mm -hmm. but i am going from that expanding into we are multi-dimensional beings having a multi-dimensional experience and so that shifts the perspective because we sometimes think that multidimensional beings are the angels or the Pleiadians or um, you name it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, and this is a message that they gave me and that kind of sparkled this idea to, to well, actually we, I believe we co-create everything, but you know that sparkled the idea in me to to um, say we are part of this multidimensional universe. So we are also multidimensional beings, and us returning to that five D original state means we are expanding our family. We're not just a, a, a separate race in a planet. Yes, and when you shift from that perspective also understanding that you are living you are having a multi-dimensional experience even though when you look with your physical eyes and when you hear with your physical ears yes everything is very third dimensional and it seems like we're just in this dimension no we are connected to everything right and we don't even have to go that far because when you connect with nature what is nature coming from the soil that is the second dimension that's supporting this dimension exactly yeah from the ground from the soil all the beautiful plants and trees and flowers and food mm. that mother earth provides us with yes. that is a very strong connection with with the second dimension so i would say that expands your experience because then you understand yes i am human I embrace it. So yes. these are two words that I often use is to embrace mm -hmm. and embody. Mm -hmm. So when you embrace your multidimensionality, you are embracing your ego, you are embracing your human experience, but you're also embracing that you are nature. Yes. You're, you are light, that you are sound. Yep. Right. That you are love. So you're embracing all of these layers and then you're embodying through practice because the awareness is just halfway there, right? Mm -hmm. You have the awareness, you embrace it, but then the next step is to embody and you do that through practice is to bring that awareness into, into the body, the body and into mm. the, this physical experience that you're having. So I would say, number one, it expands your experience because mm -hmm. it do doesn't feel like a limited experience. And also it tells a lot about um, yourself and especially I would say your calling too, like what you came here to do, even though I, I, I believe that your soul's purpose is just to be here, yeah. Yeah. to be here, fully here. Um, one time my guides also have given me this um, uh, phrase, your being is enough. And they just kept saying your being is enough. And I went, okay. What does that mean? Like, we're always like, <laughs> give me more, right? <laughs> what does that mean? That's too simple. But I just 
meditate on it and i and i always go back to it because that's a very simple but very powerful um that you're you being here is enough and that is your purpose but yeah. i also yeah. believe that we do have maybe gifts that we you feel called to share maybe a, a, a calling or, or maybe uh, something that you came here to learn and to share <laughs> and when you have that awareness of the different dimensions within you you also you either learn maybe areas that you can improve in yourself or you just sort of confirm that you're on the right path so for example I hope you don't mind me using you as an example. Yeah, because, sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're you're a sound healer. You've been a singer. Sound is something huge for you. Yes. For you, right? It has in your been world. my entire life. Yes, your entire life. So that says you're a very seven D. You're very connected to the seventh mm. dimension because it's all about vibration and frequency and sound, yeah. right? Mm. But you're also very. I, I assume and I feel very 2D because you have your shamanic practices mm-hmm. and that sort of brings you down to earth and connection with the spirit animals and mm-hmm. nature. And this is beautiful because you have two sort of anchors, one mm-hmm. that grounds you and connects you with nature in your body and this 3D experience and one that connects you with the higher dimension. So you're you're you have this beautiful um dance mm. between the lower and the higher dimensions. And that's that's what we need. And when you learn more about them, you can either just confirm and you go, yeah, I think I'm on the right path, you know. Um, or you can go, yes, I really love um the seventh dimension. So I I think that my calling has to do with me using my voice somehow yeah. Or, yeah. or using more sound healing in my practice mm-hmm. or you can go I'm, i i realize i'm really connected to nature so maybe my calling has to do with taking care of mother earth or yeah. uh, being an activist for an you know for the environment yes. so it can give you a lot of guidance to an understanding of yourself Yeah, I think that's beautiful. Thank you for using me as an example, because I didn't think about it that way. So now I have something to ponder on, which is always lovely. We always learn. Um, But what I find interesting, you know, my mom always used to say, and I I know we both are saying my mom always used to say very often, uh, I'll I'll have to tell her to watch this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she always said, you know, we call ourselves a human being rather than a human doing for a reason. And I just love that because I, you know, being and letting go and surrendering and just allowing and all of that is such a, I would say a very big conscious practice of mine these last few years. You know, I'm very productivity and let's get this stuff done and goals and everything, but I can let go of a lot of that and very often all of it in moments that just feels like you used the word bliss earlier that just feels like bliss and i often find my own in my own work and my own practice that i have to ground a lot i do have a strong grounding practice through sounding and and nature walks and all the other things that i do because i love this floating away into these other realms so much that i also notice that i need to come right back down and ground into being into being able to do and not just be, if that makes sense. So I, I completely relate to to what you shared and what you're saying. And now I'm thinking of a few other people. I'm going to have to go around and go, you're in this dimension, in this dimension, and you're in this, you know, it's going to be cool. When I do your course, I'll be able to be very well versed, I'm sure. Yes. Oh, so, so, so amazing. Um, There's so much more that I can ask you. So I think I'm just going to have to have you back on for part two, because we'll be we'll we'll just have so much more yumminess to come through. Um, But as you mentioned sound, what sound do you love, Will? What's a sound that you love? Um, What's the sound that I love? Um, Well, the first thing that comes to mind is is the bird song just the birds and i think the bird the bird song is very very connected to the higher dimensions and so um and i think everybody even unconsciously when they hear birds 
singing mm-hmm. there's just a shift in in the energy so i would say that that that's what came to mind first yeah yeah well well done for sticking to one i have most people give me two or three you're you managed to pull it out quickly <laughs> that's amazing I'm, I'm thinking mostly because you know um i i live in a busy area yeah uh, so i hear a lot of cars and 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 horns and, stuff. And, and yeah but but the bird kind of cuts through so when i hear a bird it's like everything else just goes and quiets yes, down and, and yeah yeah oh hmm. i can just sit here with you for a few minutes but i don't know how long people will want to watch us just staring <laughs> and loving up on each other so maybe we'll wrap this up soon and do some more staring and loving off each other after i press stop right but before that huge thank you Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on to this podcast and being in my life and being such a beautiful part of it and my journey and witnessing my evolution as I witness yours. And it's just such a pleasure to know you and to love you. And I just want to say I celebrate you for all that you are and do to help people to embrace and embody this multidimensional self that will really open up so many things in the healing and transformation that we all have access to. So thank you for the work that you're doing in this world. It's such a beautiful thing. Mm. I receive it. Mm. <laughs> I receive the love. Thank you. And likewise, I I know you know, but you know, you've been a huge you are a huge part of my life and my journey and I'm so grateful that our paths have crossed yes. again in this lifetime and my heart is joyful to know that you know our connection is eternal and it will live on definitely always and my final question that i like to ask oh before that where can people find you and you've spoken about your course a few times tell me very briefly about that where can people find you online i'll pop the links underneath of course yeah, people can find me online, mostly on Instagram, um, YouTube as well, and my, my podcast. It's all under Will Caminada, except Amazing. my Instagram, it's Guy Will. But if you type Will Caminada, you'll find me too. And yeah, and um, there, there are groups throughout the year um, of the multidimensional self. It's nine weeks. So okay. basically every week we go deeper into learning about a specific dimension during the week you have those little practices mm. and then at the end we have a healing session with breath work and meditation some sound healing too really? which by the way i'm learning more with you because i'm taking your training yes <laughs> so that Amazing. i'm gonna be incorporating more of that in, in the program too and also it's a nine-week journey but people become part of the community as well mm. for for a lifetime so i'm building that community of like-minded like-hearted mm. uh, people that are on this path so yes yeah and well, i can't wait yes definitely pointing everyone there all the links obviously will be there so my final question to you is what is your soulful sound to the world, a self prayer or desire that you wish upon the world? Well, because I've listened to your podcast before, <laughs> I knew that you were going to ask this, but I actually didn't want to prepare. Um, I just wanted to see what would come up. But I think based on everything that we've talked about, um, my soulful sound, my prayer is that um we go back to that state of consciousness that we call love that we live from that space of oneness and unity consciousness where love is the foundation love is what connects us and i think we are going towards that direction it, it may look like it's a slope process and a slow journey but i i believe that we're heading towards that love that 5d um and if you know we're here and if you're here listening to this or watching this then then 
we're contributing to to that to by that being thing. the love. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. So basically, basically, this is my my <laughs> so much love. I mean, it's just been pouring through the screen and through the well. There's no there's no limits or anything separating us and our energy. We can feel each other all across the seas. So thank you again for your love, your time, your presence, and all the amazing stuff you've shared. And I will definitely be having you on for part two. Thank you. thank you for having me. And I'm waiting for you on my podcast. Soon, soon. Let's make it happen. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please feel free to share it with your friends and remember to subscribe. From my heart to yours, sending you love, healing, and sound wherever you are.